I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kind. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we'll pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them, break them, and then rewrite them around our own will. We don't accept our destiny. We, don't, we define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop, and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few, who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future. And instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. Welcome to the Momentum Podcast. I'm recording uh, the episode Curiosity over judgment for you tonight that I think it's it, it this this simple statement curiosity over judgment if you learn to internalize this if you're willing to take this on if you're willing to start becoming curious rather than judging in your life you will see massive changes and I want to give credit where credit is due I actually got this um this saying from Howard Brinton, a, uh, a mentor of mine in the real estate industry, unfortunately passed away a few years ago. And Howard used to say, um, get out of judgment and get into curiosity. And I've just shortened it to curiosity over judgment. Um, but, you know, I didn't realize how meaningful this statement was when Howard shared it. But it made me realize something that I've been doing forever as a consultant. So I'll share with you how you apply this, how you stay curious, and how it will change your life. So first, when I was a consultant, you know, I, I was 21 years old, and I got some of the biggest contracts that were available in my industry at the time. It was all through a referral, through a partner, through, through somebody who, who, you know, helped me with their credibility. But... I was put into a situation where I didn't really know what to do. And I want you to understand something. As a CEO, you are going to get to a situation where you don't really know how to predict the next move. You don't really know what to do. And the way that you determine what to do, the way you solve that, the way you get past that is you ask a lot of questions. You, you know, when I was a consultant, I was the first to say, hey, I don't know. Let me ask you a few questions and help people work through things. But over time, I was known as the guy who could ask the questions that would allow you to work through things. And so staying curious when I was a consultant, you know, not not judging, not judging myself, like allowing myself to ask questions, it helped a tremendous amount. It it changed how I dealt with people and it allowed me to gain a lot more expertise in a shorter period of time. And here's what's interesting rarely is the person willing to ask questions seen as anything other than an expert. And most likely the person who's talking a lot and just trying to prove their value or prove their worth, like think about this, how many times have you been around a person like that? They end up looking like they're trying to be the expert. 
And so staying curious, asking the right questions, it, it elevates the way the people around you will see you. So the second place, and this one's so 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 critical, is with my kids. Um, you know, staying curious and and asking questions. You know, it it so often it turns a moment where I would react and and be judgmental and snap at them or say something to them. So often, if I ask at least three questions, rarely am I ever snapping. Rarely am I ever angry with them. Most of the time I'm thinking, I'm so glad I asked those questions because this could have been disastrous. You know, I, I, I often share a, a really simple example that stands out in my mind because it was one of those times that I wanted to take my daughter's head off and say like, Reagan, what are you talking about? Um, when Reagan was younger, we, uh, we used to kick around a soccer ball and we left it outside and it became one of those soccer balls that looks like a hollowed out half melon, like it didn't just deflate, it like imploded and deflated. And so it was not a good soccer ball anymore. It was more like a bowl. And uh, so we were going to the the um, sporting goods store near our home to go get a new soccer ball. And we were walking through the aisles and Reagan said, hey, dad, while we're here, we should get a new bike. And I said, why? And she said, well, mine has a flat tire. And, you know, I, I, I did not grow up with a lot of money. And my kids live in a house where, like, we lose track of how many bathrooms we have. And, you know, when I was a kid, I used to share one. And so I'm always concerned that they're, they're you know, developing this sense of entitlement. They aren't. They're, you know, it doesn't, doesn't seem like they are. But it really concerns me. And so when she says something like that, I reflect back to my childhood and, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. And, and I like the first thing I want to say is like, Reagan, we're not going to throw away your bike because it has a flat tire. You just fix a flat tire. Like you don't buy something new when you can fix something. But I didn't. You know, I caught myself. In fact, I started to. I remember saying like Reagan and kind of snapping and then thinking, gosh, be curious. And I said, um, Reagan, why would we buy a new bike? And she said, well, dad, the soccer ball's flat and my tire's flat. We're buying a new soccer ball, so why don't we just buy a new bike? And I said, oh, well, inside a bike, there's a tube called an inner tube. And if we pull out that inner tube and put a new inner tube in it, we can just blow air back into it and it will hold in your bike tire. And she goes, oh, well then we should buy the tin the inner tube. And I said, okay, we'll grab an inner tube and I'll show you how to change a bike tire. And then she was really excited about changing the bike tire. You know, I, I don't know that I can share with you how profound it felt in the moment, but I wanna get close. Because here was this, this like stark realization that I had, like such a almost like cold water in the face realization was that in that interaction, I was able to coach my kid, explain something to her that she understood at a very deep level, and then set up a time where we were going to learn together, where I was going to show her how to change a tire. And... On the flip side of that, think of what would have happened had I bit her head off and said, Reagan, you don't buy a new bike because the tire's flat. You know, you you just replace the inner tube. Like, that's ridiculous. I, you know, I, that would not increase her ability to communicate with me. She's probably going to shut down somewhat. And 
we wouldn't have that teachable moment. She wouldn't have, she, she's probably not going to hear a lot of what I said other than for some reason she shouldn't want to buy a new bike. And I think that's what causes, you know, our kids to shut down around us. And I think that's why kids talk to their parents less and less because so often we judge almost immediately. And, you know, believe me, I, by no means am I close to, to being, you know, without challenges as a father, but I really want my kids to be able to communicate with me. And what I've realized is that when I stay curious, I hardly ever correct. Think about how, how profound that is. When I stay curious, I hardly ever correct because within three questions, um, I know exactly, you know, why they're saying what they're saying. And, um, Tonight, we were on our uh, mastermind call for the Momentum Masterclass, and one of our members, um, Byron Harold, shared that this simple strategy has completely transformed his relationship with his wife. Like, this blew me away. It was so awesome. He said that what he realized, and I'm paraphrasing, and I'm not going to do as good a job as he is. I'm probably going to go edit that video out or have someone one on my team edit that video out and put it out there because it was so powerful to listen to when he said that as soon as he became curious instead of judging, he saw things from his wife's perspective. And he said, um, you know, he was doing the thing that we all know what we're, what, what's going on. You know, you're in a relationship where it becomes more about winning the fight than being in the relationship. And that's where challenges come from. That's where divorces come from. That's where that whole, oh, we just grew apart comes from when you're not, you know, when, when the, you're looking to win instead of be spouses, like have a relationship. Like as soon as it switches into to winning, you're in a dark place. And when you start asking questions, it changes things because, you know, and here's what Byron said. I'm going to paraphrase again from him. He said that, you know, what was happening before is his wife would say something or react to him in an elevated tone, maybe in a strong tone, uh, maybe in a way that, that, you know, seems like she's reacting in an angry way. And what he would do is react as well and then up the ante. And what happens is then it becomes a competition. Then everybody's yelling at each other. And then there's no connection and you're upset for a couple of days. And, you know, as Byron was saying that, it, it was amazing to listen to him. It was, it was like an out-of-body experience almost for me because here's one of my clients on, like, I don't even know where he is. And we don't know each other. But he's telling my exact story because we've all been there. We've all been there where you you go into that escalating conversation and then you're like upset for a couple of days and it takes forever for the chemicals to get right in your body and you don't sleep well and like none of us wants to be there. So when you, you know, what he communicated was that when he started asking questions in those moments that he's now created this deep level of connection with his wife and she, he, I mean, it was, I can't remember everything he said, but it was amazing. He said like his, his entire relationship has transformed. She looks at him differently. He looks at her differently. I said, have you been surprised by what you've you learned about your wife? And he said, oh my gosh, like without a doubt that, you know, you just don't know the perspective until you start asking questions. And that's been my experience 
forever is that the more curious you are, the less judgment people around you will feel. And the less you use judgment, the more momentum you create. You know, if you really think about it, our lives are transformed by questions. And when we stay curious and ask the questions, we learn so much more. I'll share one more story just because I think it was so um, important. And it's, man, it's one of those stories that like, I'm going to have a hard time getting through it. But I think it's important for everyone to hear. I, I, you know, I was contacted by somebody who, um, whose child uh, said something while they were driving um, about bodily fluids, and I'll just leave it at that, that was like maybe a thing that a child might say to get attention or a thing that a child, you know, then this is how it gets explained, right? A thing my, the child was trying to get attention or they might say to get a rise out of you or something like that. And the um, father told me that he stayed present and instead stayed curious and asked a series of questions about why would the child say that? And what was discovered was that there was a relative that was molesting the child. And I don't know how he possibly did it, but he explained to me that he was able to stay calm and curious enough to just keep asking his son questions and let him tell him what had happened and not ever like get into a reactive place. And then he was able to get home and do something about it. Man, what a transformative outcome that situation has because here's a father who was willing to breathe and was willing to stay present and was willing to hear his son and ask questions and not ever over, you know, react in a way where his son felt like he did something wrong and not ever react in a way <clears throat> where his son remembered that moment or the, that time um, negatively, like his father overreacting because he stayed curious and he was able to, you know, and, and I think most, you know, clearly most importantly, he was able to understand what was really happening with his kid. And uh, when you stay curious, it's, um, it's amazing how much of the world you realize you've been missing. When I finally figured this out, you know, when Howard first said it, <laughs> back when I first heard it, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 stay curious. I've asked questions my whole life. But then as I heard him talk about it more often and, and as, as he started mentoring me and coaching me and he would say, like, it's not just a saying. You really stay curious, stay in the moment and ask questions and you'll see things transform. And the more I did it, the more it actually happened. And, you know, I, I can share in Byron's story. Katie and I have had times in our lives where we had those days where you couldn't talk to each other and we had the escalating conversations that just got out of control. And, you know, it creates a tremendous amount of doubt and a tremendous amount of pain in your relationship. And when you can switch that to asking questions and understanding what's going on, you get to a place where you can solve and you can change things and you can make things stronger rather than challenging them and, and challenging your foundation. Because let's, you know, it's, 
I, I said this in a in a in the mastermind call today. I think it's time that you know every entrepreneurial personality type out there, men or women, every entrepreneur or every evolutionary hunter, admit that the most important thing in our world is the reflection of the person we're with. And when we finally admit that, we start putting strength into that and power into that, like Byron has. And, you know, like I endeavor to, because when we put our marriage first and we stay curious and we ask questions of our spouse, we connect in a way that maybe you've never had the opportunity to. And so uh, when you find yourself having a reaction, think to yourself, stay curious, and I assure you, you will see your life and the outcomes in it completely and totally transform. Uh, thanks for being here with me. And uh, if you haven't yet, go ahead and leave us a review on uh, iTunes. I would really appreciate it. You know, I get up every morning, I go over and I check those out just to see if our rating or review has gone up. And uh, yeah, I know it's a little obsessive, but this podcast has become somewhat of an obsession. And uh, I would really appreciate your help in uh, leaving us a rating review. Let us know how we're doing. And I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow.